And we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are the Fat Packs, and this is Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, dude. Man. How you doing, bud? I feel a lot better than my last podcast. Your last did. podcast? Yeah, man. I was very uh, very down and out. Doesn't Still doesn't change the fact yeah. that our fantasy team is in the tanker. It, it's, it's not looking good, man. I, I, I had a trade offer out there. I don't. I didn't believe it was actually with Miami Vice. I think we're playing Miami Vice this weekend. <laughs> and uh, I offered I offered up a trade of uh, Jeremy Langford, who who is hurt, but in in return I offered on the return end I offered uh, one of his hurt players as well, but he rejected it. He did, so and then he made a comment. But we yeah, won't talk about that. That's okay, you know. Um, and then I tried to get I tried to work out another trade uh, for Carlos Hyde because we're needing a running back. We do. We <laughs> Real do. Bad. And that didn't work out well this morning as the, that was traded as that Carlos Hyde trade was rejected and then Hyde was traded to another team. But that's for, that's for the fantasy podcast. We're talk, we're here to talk about uh, everything sports cards. Now, I want to mention that uh, that intro music you heard is a Tribe Called Quest. I love Tribe Called Quest, and I had to get it in there for you. You were inspired by well, it just recently. Me. Yeah, I was inspired uh, last night by, uh, by my man Chris Keller over at Top Shelf Breaks. And all the tribe that he was playing for me. What's up, man? That was a lot of fun. We're gonna get into that later, but I just want to mention the. I the, love talking CBOs. Yeah, yeah, CBOs is fun. Uh, that was a that was tribe. Uh, if you love tribe, hey, let me know that you love tribe because I always like to uh, to find another tribe listener because uh, that's it's a lot of tribes in one. I'm not talking about the Indians either. I'm not talking about the Indians. No. So, uh, man, what's going on in new products and pricing? Man, so we um, this product, I'm excited. I don't get overly excited about a lot of things, and this isn't even a sports product, but I'm excited. Okay. All right. We've got dropping this week. Um, probably be, you'll hear this on Thursday. It'll be dropping on Friday. Um, we got 2016 Top Star Wars Rogue One Mission Briefing. Here we go with all the Star Wars stuff. It's, it's starting. It's starting now. The movie comes out in about December 18th. Rogue One? Yeah. No, no. It comes out in November, doesn't it? I thought it was maybe they maybe they upped it since I last checked it. We'll we'll get a date on that right, for we'll you. I'm pretty sure that. it's right more closer okay. to the holidays. All but right. um I'm excited, man. This product okay, two things I'm excited about. One, over seventy different autos in this product. Wow, that that is a lot of Okay, so that's obviously high risk, high reward on that end. You're going to get some of the the lesser people, which you're going to get some of the higher names as well. And then it has possibly one of the coolest parallel names, and I like parallel names. The numbers out of 50 in this set are called Death Stars, and I like it. I like it. They got their gold, their blue, their red, and their Death Star parallels, which I think are just absolutely fantastic. Um, So I'm liking that product. Um, Moderately priced, 70, 80 bucks, good stuff. Um, also, uh, for your MTG guys out there, Magic the Gathering, we've got uh, Kaladesh drops on Friday. Um, same same f- format as always, the same booster style. Um, they're going to have a fat pack that'll also come out with that. Um, and I know well, we got we got to get Ian on here to talk a little bit of Magic here. Did soon, you just say too. fat packs? I did say fat pack. Okay, cool. I awesome. did. I did. Uh, that's dropping. And then as we've been talking about, uh, October fifth, flawless basketball is coming out. Um, hope you guys are saving. Put your pennies away. And uh, so you can get that Penny Hardaway autograph. <laughs> See what I did there? I saw that. Yeah, that was that. bad. So uh, off top right quick, you are correct. It's actually in December, the release date of Star Wars. Okay. December 16th, which 16th. is uh, okay. my wife's birthday. Oh. So guess what I won't be doing? Yeah, the force, the force will not be with <laughs> yeah, you, my friend. That's not going to be anywhere near me on that day. Um, 
Have you, I was going to ask you, you, you mentioned Magic the Gathering. Have you ever opened Magic the Gathering? Yeah. yeah have you? Yeah, I've busted, I busted boxes and cases before. I have one time. Yeah. And it was a complete debacle. Really? And I still have all of those cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to do that again. I don't. That, I don't. That's funny. From, <laughs> like, like, whatever card card gods were hovering over me that day were not were not kind to me. Oh they were like, my. what are you doing? This is not your thing. You don't deserve this. So that's <laughs> it, funny. It didn't work for me. Yeah, I mean, I mean I can't I can't say I've done it on my own too often. Uh, I did work at a shop for a while, so obviously we were busted stuff okay. all the time. Yeah, so, it makes a lot of sense. That um, makes a lot of sense. Might be a little unfair to say that I would sit down and recreationally bust a magic box. But uh you know, you never know. We'll see I which way it. the force of will is taking me that day, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did it because I need. I was killing time. I was I was waiting to pick up uh, my wife and son from the airport, and I need. I, I had about two hours to kill. Okay. So I was like, "Hey, there's not a card shop around me, but I know that there's you know a comic book shop slash gaming shop. I know they have boxes there, so I'll go check it out." And it just didn't work. That's well. is that when you know you have a problem when you start Probably. buying stuff to open packs that you just yeah. really don't know anything yeah. about. What they call it retail therapy? Is that what I've seen? On yeah, the, on the, yeah, gosh, these guys retail therapy posting on Facebook two a.m. Oh. Had to open some packs. Went to Walmart, <laughs> got me some packs. What'd you get? Nothing. Yeah, nothing, well, nothing at all. I've yeah. spent ninety dollars at Walmart, but I got nothing. I got nothing. I got Best nothing. thing I got out of that were my uh, Swedish fish and my monster. Man. So <laughs> that's that's tough. So you had new products. I'm gonna give you new pricing. Do it. Uh, you guys, uh, you and you and Justin were working on. Absolute pricing, and that's that's done, right? Finito, finito. Uh, put a put a marker there. I want to come back to absolute. Uh, also working on infinity. You said that's going to be done this week. This weekend, yep, this week. All right, and then uh, I have priced the Upper Deck World Cup of Hockey set. It's not a huge set. It's only like forty cards and, the, and a few autographs, and then all the printing plates, which are not priced obviously because they're too rare. But um, that's priced for you if you want to go check that out. I awesome. will be working on the. Tim Hortons set this week that 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 Tim Hortons set for I don't understand it because we don't have Tim Hortons here but I mean I understand I understand the uh, the craze that goes about it up in right. up in uh, up in Canada and it's dude that set released and it just took off it I think I think this is probably bigger than last year's set and wow it's it's really cool it's we've gotten a lot of reaction to it on on Ryan Cracknell's piece that he did on the homepage about the, the set and the checklist. I imported the checklist and everything that after he got it up. And it's it really sells well, man. So Good deal. People love that tim, Timmy's. Timmy's. They got the tidbits. The tidbits. The, the tim, oh, okay. The Tim bits. That's what it's called. The tim oh, okay. Bits. I like it. So they had the Tim bits autograph, and there's only one player who just happens to be one of the hottest players in hockey right now. I don't know if you're paying attention to the World Cup of Hockey, but uh, Canada, there's – the top three scorers yeah. in the World Cup of Hockey are all, are the three scorers on the, on the first line for the for the Canadian team. Oh wow, it's it's nuts, man. That it is, is nuts, absolutely nuts. And Nathan McKinnon, Nathan McKinnon happens to be one of those players. Oh, I know that. Name. And um, he's he's uh, the tit, the Tim Bits autograph. One in like ninety two thousand packs or something like that. What? It's it's a it's a tough one to That's find. That's legit, man. Yeah. So uh, that that Tim Hortons product is really cool. I want to get my hands on some. I'm, by the time I get up to Canada in November, it'll probably all be gone. Or out of your price range. You know, or out of my price other, range. Right. Yeah. So, uh, 
if you got if you're people listening, in Canada, yeah, Francis, you, where are you at? Yeah, where are you at, Francis? We haven't heard from you in a while. What's up, man? Yeah, man. Uh, if you're listening, save me a pack or two, man. I want to I want to get in on this. Yeah, absolutely. It should be fun, man. Even the inserts sell well. They're it's just it's a fun product, I guess, and it works, man. Plus, hey. plus you get donuts. Wow, <laughs> that's like. Do you even need the cards at that point? I don't know. I know that you uh, you cannot enjoy the donuts, but I cannot. I, no. I love the donuts. Uh, I don't think they do gluten free in Canada. I don't think so. Do you yeah. like Nutella? No, I don't like Nutella. Either. No, <laughs> that's like ugh. But like they have these Nutella filled donuts up there, and people love them. Wow. People, I don't, I don't get it. But I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, You're taking a perfectly good donut and putting Nutella in it. And but yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. It is. Although there hasn't been too many donuts we've passed up. but <laughs> No, there really hasn't. <laughs> so that's uh, new products and pricing. Uh, and then, of course, Premiere came out last week, and I'm working on that. But if you guys are, are buying Premiere, you know that it's it's high dollar and it's high risk, high reward. It's a tough set to put together. So um, if you have any sales you want to pass on to me, do so at ericin at beckett.com, and I will happily take that information from you. Now we're going to get into uh, Tops Now because, well, something happened this week that we can't deny. 80 million people tuned in to view uh, two old people lie to them. Yeah, so, basically. Yeah. If I wanted if I wanted to watch two old people lie to me for that long, yeah. I would just have my parents tell me how proud they are of me. Yes. <laughs> yes, so. you are right. Wow, what a great <laughs> I've never thought of it that way. But, but the, uh, <laughs> the, the the for the first presidential debate from Hofstra from Hofstra University took place uh donald versus uh hillary versus lester versus lester yeah it was it was all happening and going on but tops now of course tops now did something so why don't you tell us what that is they did yeah they did a a three card set um with the two of them with hillary and trump together shaking hands at the end and then um a separate card for each of them just uh you know kind of shots throughout the debate uh i would imagine that tops is going to take advantage take advantage of the situation from now until election time um, with the different debates and different things that happen, campaign trail, things like that. Um, kind of neat. I mean, there are, I guess what you have to think about here is there are a lot of history buffs, you know, that love memorabilia, that love that kind of thing that, you know, I know two or three guys that just collect nothing but Civil War memorabilia. Now, I'm not comparing this debate to Civil War, but the market is out there, and I can't wait to see the numbers. Uh, these are still available now. Uh, they won't be available, I don't think, when you guys hear this podcast, but I can't wait to see what the print runs are on these to see if they're as popular as the candidates, which they would be very low print runs, or if they're more popular than the candidates, which will be very high print runs. So it be interesting to see what they do um, on that. Now, you said uh, Leaf did one as well, right? I believe, yeah, I believe Leaf Live Leaf did one it. So, yeah, it's something to look forward to, I guess, between now and election time. And then, obviously, that time between we have the president-elect and the, and the uh, actual election, I'm sure, or the actual swearing in, they'll, uh, they'll probably do a couple more sets, I would imagine. Um, so that's cool. I mean, that's out there. The Garbage Pail Kids, of course, Tops jumped on that. They got a great pose of, of like Hillary being like a, a big ape and uh, Donald Trump being a fire-breathing fire dragon, and they're fighting each other. And uh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it makes you laugh. Of the two, <laughs> I was more impressed with the Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. <laughs> I really – I thought that was – man, I don't, I don't know. I got to give it – I don't – you know how I feel about the, the whole – uh, instant card thing. I'm I'm not completely on board. I'm not completely off board. Um, my my feelings sway. There's back just and no forth. donuts. That's what yeah, you're upset no about. Donuts. My my feelings about that sway back and forth. But I, what I do really like is what Tops has done with the garbage poke kids and the instant cards that you can get from 
you know, it started back in the the Iowa primary on 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 Super Tuesday, and, right? And it just it's moved forward from there. I really love all the different variations. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, and they also did something else cool, you know, because they've really been kind of like. They're going to throw a relic in there. They're going to throw an autograph on a card. And now, what do they do for the Cleveland Indians? They put them together. So they did a Topps Now relic with the base card like they've been doing, a uh, piece of the base, and then they got Francisco Lindor to actually autograph. You know what? You asked me before show if I had seen this, and I told you no, but now that you say that I w- Lindor, Lindor, the Lindor image comes to mind, he was jumping or something? Yeah, jumping, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. I did see this. Yeah, uh, and you recognize that because we don't jump. So it's like, yeah. whoa, that guy's jumping. Exactly. That's pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it's, it's a pretty cool card. Um, obviously, it's already sold out. It sold for $1,000. It was a one-of-one one print. Holy uh, sold, smokes. Sold right away. Uh, they did a regular relic out of 99, and that's gone as well. Um, if you like Tops Now, if your team is going to make the playoffs – Gotta be checking that every day between noon and two, eleven and two, eleven and three. They kind of mix it up daily, so you kind of have to be on alert. Uh, I get the emails from them, but they're usually like fifteen minutes behind. And by the time I get there, if I'm not looking at it, they've already sold out. So, if you're a fan of these teams that are going to clinch these divisions soon and going into the playoffs, and this is something that interests you, jump on it now because secondary market is not not going to be kind to you. Um, at all trying to pick up some of these relics and, and different cards and uh, you know to be able to pick up something like that's a one-on-one Lindor's having a great season and to have that piece of, of Cleveland history is kind of cool so that's uh you know it's it's yeah you can't deny it it's it's cool whatever it, whatever yeah. it is it's it's cool and for Cleveland and that's a special moment for them yeah you know they haven't been in the world series since what 90 is it was it 96 or was it 94 Four. Yeah, twenty some years ago, you it lost was, me. It was it was somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> they got demolished <laughs> by the Braves. It was whatever it was. So yeah. uh, you know, uh, I said last week jokingly that if the Cubs win the World Series, the apocalypse was coming. Right. <laughs> um, if Cleveland gets two major championships in a year, the apocalypse will definitely come, <laughs> and it'll definitely come through the Indians and, and not yeah. the Browns. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rest in peace. Browns. Yeah, sorry, Browns, about your season. Although Terrell Pryor is just. Killing it right now. Yeah, that's a that's that. So guys, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take our first uh, little quick break, and when we come back, what we're gonna do is replay the interview that we had with Rob Varis from the uh, Beckett Marketplace Summit. Rob is a great guy. He's got millions and millions and millions and millions and millions. Say that forty three times uh, <laughs> of cards that he wants to sell to you, and he has a great way to do it on the Beckett Marketplace. So Rob is. Rob is the guy that he's just a monster in this industry, you know. If he doesn't have it, it ain't worth getting. Yeah, uh, and I want you say that. I want to talk about something that happened uh, off air when we were doing the little giveaways that we had, and Rob actually got a card that he didn't have. Oh, that's right, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So he did because he won a one of one he, of he some got a one racing one, card, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, racing card. So yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. We're gonna react uh, react to Rob's interview after we get back f- from break, and then we'll, so we'll go to break. We'll play Rob's interview, and then we'll come back out of that, and we're going to react to it a little bit. So you guys hang tight, and we'll be right back. This is AJ from The Lost Collector, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, man. We were sitting with Joe, and uh, we, we let him go back to the to the think tank. The think tank, yes. And uh, I came back. I went over there, and I came back with uh, 
greatness, right? Well, absolutely. <laughs> greatness. Absolutely. Uh, Rob Varis is joining the show right now from Burbank Sports Cards. What's up, Rob? Oh, guys. Hey, not a whole lot. Happy to be in Dallas and even more happy to be at Beckett. Yeah, man. We are glad you're here. Uh, I had the pleasure of picking you up from the airport yesterday. And when I got back, uh, the, the gentleman sitting to my to my left, Cody, said he, he said, you, you just picked up greatness from the airport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, That's the nicest thing anybody's said to me in a long time. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Uh, so... For those of who, for those that don't know, tell us about Burbank Sports Cards. Who you are, what you do, because you're just a monster in this in this hobby. So, well, you know, um, been doing this since 1979. I was 12. Went to work at a coin and stamp shop, and uh, over the course of the last 37, 38 years, it's evolved. And now we feature a facility that houses 43 million cards that are data based on both our website, which is BurbankSportsCards.com as well as our eBay store. And um, our goal is to service the customer. Um, no matter what you collect, no matter who you collect, we want to have the best selection. We want to have the best delivered prices. And we want to get the cards to you really quick. And uh, it's a service that really doesn't exist in this industry. And um, as Jim Beckett once told me, do what's difficult and do it better than anyone else. And we've taken that, you know, to the extreme, I, I believe. I, I think that is a 100% accurate statement. I was in your, uh, in your warehouse last month, and it was massive. It was 43 million cards. Is that right? That's yeah. just a number, man. I can't even <laughs> fathom that <laughs> yeah, number. You, you sent me a picture, and you're yeah. like, yeah, man, and there's like four more rooms to stand yeah, in there I was, was like it, wow. was, it was massive uh, the most impressive thing that I took from th from that visit though was something that you said about shipping you, you said if it's ordered that day it goes out that day for the for the most part is that correct yeah we're really quick we figure we can find any card in our warehouse in about 20 seconds and Woo. we have a staff <laughs> that's, a, that's impressive man we have a large staff I mean you know it's there's a there's an expectation in our industry these days that you know you're going to order something well not in our industry in other industries well, you know because Amazon's kind of set the bar so high that the consumer now really expects things to be shipped out within two days and uh we try to meet that, and there's days that 500 packages go out the door at Burbank Sports Cards, and uh, if we fall behind one or two days, it's just a snowball effect, and it's just not good. Yeah, that would bury. I mean, that would bury you. Yeah. yeah so um, it it can get busy and hectic. We're closed on Sundays, so Monday is a very intense day in the store. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, wow. yeah. it gets a little hairy. Wow. That's yeah. that seems intimidating. Actually, I would <laughs> I, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah, because Sunday most people are off, and they're probably searching the internet, and probably you get a lot of orders on Sundays. I would yeah, imagine. yeah. So, Mondays man. can be a little hectic. Wow. So, um, obviously, you are a, uh, a seller of cards, clearly. So, what sells for you? What, what, what works best for you in your uh, warehouse shop? You know, it's we're really collector, um, player-based, team-based, you know, topical-based. Um, the hobby's still alive and well. I mean, a lot of focus is on 52 mantles and flawless and just, you know, high-end things. But the collector still exists. And to be honest, we sell more cards today than we ever sold at the quote-unquote peak of the late 80s and early 90s. Technology's allowed us to be localized in any market in the country, if not the world. And uh, there's no real one thing that sells better than anything else. And, uh, you know, baseball's by far our number one sport. And, uh, you know, we do a lot of raw vintage, you know, a lot of VG, VGX, X-type material. And... Uh, our specialty really is inserts and parallels, serial number types of cards, you know, lots of sub $5 cards that really you're forced to go to card shows and dig through unorganized bins to find. We database them, we scan them, we get them up for people, and uh, it's a big part of our business. That's 
massive. <laughs> that is just yeah, that's amazing. So do you um how do you acquire that many cards? I mean, what do you how do you go about the buying part of it? Well, since we're not a manufacturer and right. we have over forty three million cards in the building, it's all about buying. Um, I enjoy buying. Um, just got back from the national a couple of weeks ago. Brought home two huge pallets of cards as we just buy out tables. Um, you know, we break a lot of product. A lot of you know people don't know this, but we break a lot of 2016 product. We re-break it. We go backwards. We literally stock everything going back to the turn of the century. So we're always upgrading things and buying things. We have a buy list on our website at BurbankSportsCards.com where we buy serial numbered cards, game-used jerseys, autos, bulk inserts, um, bulk commons in some cases, and the, and the list is always updating and changing. We took a few things down after the national because we literally buried ourselves alive in cards. But as we get through that, we will be adding more things to the list. We buy a lot of stuff over the counter, and dealers just ship us stuff constantly. So yeah, we're a big buyer of singles. Wow, that's <laughs> I've seen it. You've seen the picture. I've seen the picture, but yeah. I yeah, I haven't seen the the actual show. And you were telling me too that there's a over a million cards that haven't been like processed and put together yet. Oh, there's always actually. cards that are that's you know a, we try to get to everything, but we have thousands and thousands of, of products that we're dealing with and always upgrading and buying fresh stuff. I'll come back for the national and I'll have a whole bunch of 2001 Pacific baseball parallels that will come in. And eventually we're going to get to 2001 Pacific and we're going to upgrade it. And right. I mean, you start doing the math, we carry close to 100 different brands just in 2003 baseball alone. So you start doing the math across all the different sports and the years. And we also do non-sport and wrestling and MMA, golf, etc. So it could be daunting, but we have a system in place. Um, our organization allows us to really, you know, get things done quickly. And I push my staff to try to load 25,000 cards a day. Wow. So that I've seen it firsthand, like I said. Talk us through the from when a card hits your dock, the process, wh wh who touch, how many hands touch it, and before it gets back to your warehouse and, and stored. Can you walk us through that? Well, basically, when we buy a deal, whether it's, you know, flat rate boxes coming in from people across the country or pallets back from the national or, or just somebody coming with a Suburban to our shop and dropping off stuff, sure. um, you know, I do a lot of the work myself. People are surprised by it, and I stage everything. So when it comes in, I'm the one that makes sure it's by year, by sport, by brand, and um, what will happen is we'll come up with, 2014 baseball we might have four five thousand count boxes of fresh merchandise that's come in and i'll break it all down by brand and once it's once i've broken it down by sport year and brand i have staff that will get that stuff organized into the database intersorted you know then other staff will scan it because we literally have to have images for everything on ebay yes sir right. and 99.3 percent of our cards in our building have images for eBay, which is another wow. daunting task, is that's another story. Yeah, but um, <laughs> wow. yeah, but we have people that their whole job is to pull orders, or their whole job is to ship orders, their whole job is to scan orders, their whole job is to database. We have take-home staff that do sorting. Um, there's about 25 people that are involved in our operation, and uh, you know, it's it's one of the most laborious businesses you can be in is the sports card business, and um, you know, those who take the effort to really put the effort in, you know, should be rewarded. It's a very tough business. And, you know, there's a lot of guys that sell boxes and do box breaks and deal in high end and all that. And it's relatively easy. You're dealing with a small skew base and, you know, it's not a ton of labor. 
Then you have some of the guys on the Beckett Marketplace, like the guys are here today, and it's it's a tremendous amount of work. And yeah. uh, but we enjoy it, and we think it's a vital part of the industry. Wow, that just that 500 cards we had to put in order the other day. Yeah, just that, was like that was nothing just killing us. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> we were struggling. I was complaining. I was complaining was about. <laughs> Upper, uh, 2016 17 Opeachy because it's a 660 card base set. Well, Aww. 678, and now I'm just going to shut up and stop complaining about anything because yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a massive task to uh, to undertake there. So before we let you get out of here, um, we were, we were talking off air about just the direction of the hobby. How do you think that's looking? Like, do you think it's looking up for for the collector, or do you think that there's you know? Maybe some tough roads to, to, to toll coming up. You know, I'm I'm, all, I'm an enthusiastic guy about this industry. I mean, I love it. Um, I can't imagine doing anything else. Um, I think technology is playing a vital role in this industry, how people acquire cards. We have a younger generation, and people are afraid that we've lost them. I don't believe we have. They're very tech savvy. Um, I'm seeing a new influx of kids coming into my store. My 21-year-old son is starting to take a big leadership role in my business, and I'm hoping he can, you know, reach more of these types of kids. Um, I'm very excited. The amount of cards that we sell on eBay right now is staggering. Um, you know, our, our Beckett Marketplace site, it's – when I see the orders come in, they're just so random. There's just so many ways to collect cards. And, you know, I think a lot of the problems in the hobby in the past is we've kind of forgotten who our core customer is. Sure. And that collector has been kind of um, pushed to the side because it's just not as sexy, you know, servicing that guy as it is doing this case break or, or you know, selling this high-end product or doing this crazy auction. And, you know, we've always kind of cut back to the basics of the business, and that is serving the collector. And as long as there's sports, as long as there's – Lots of ways to consume sports and watch sports and play fantasy sports and be, you know, involved with these athletes. There will be a strong and vibrant hobby. The manufacturers, I believe, are doing a much better job and a much more responsible job these days in product creation. And um, I don't really see any bad signs down the road. I think that um, unlike other hobbies that might have, you know, suffered over the years with collector bases, maybe like stamps or coins, I still think our industry is young. And the thing that really kind of, you know, gets me happy is that when I look around at the different dealers, when I go to the shows or I go to the industry summit, a lot of younger guys are involved now. And maybe that's because of the case breaks and different things. But we have this new generation coming in, which I was afraid of five or ten years ago, that I might be part of the last generation of car dealers. And now I don't see that. I see a lot of young, vibrant tech-savvy people entering the mix, and I think that they're going to continue to drive this business down the road. I'm hoping my son will be a, a big part of that. And uh, so, no, I, I don't see any major problems ahead. You know, and a company like Beckett is taking a leadership role in the technology and use of their database and image repository, and, uh, you know, I'm just happy to be a part of it. I am happy you're here. Yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, fantastic insight on things. For I'm sure. ha- you know, I'm happy to be here, guys. That's and, awesome. Uh, you know, it's uh, you guys. You know, do a great job. 
Appreciate that. Appreciate yes, that. Indeed. So uh, we're going to let you get out of here because we got to go get the next victim to come in here and talk to us <laughs> about sports cards. But thank you, sir, for your time. Yes. And before we let you go, uh, where, what's that website again? BurbankSportsCards.com is our regular site. We have free shipping thresholds, 43 million cards, and quick turnaround times. And you can also find us on eBay under Burbank Sports Cards. All right, guys. Perfect. You guys go check that out. And thank you, sir. You got it. Have a great day, guys. You too. Hi, this is Sean Bender with Still City Collectibles, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, man. Rob Varis, if you need him. Yeah. He was uh, he was cool, man. He was he was a lot of fun to have in here and, and talk and just get his thoughts on what, what's going on in the hobby, what's happening right now. And that's important to have coming from a mind like that and a name like that in, right. this, in the hobby, you know. Uh, mentioned that he was very positive, you know. I yeah, I mean most times you talk to, to, to dealers and to shop owners and to just people that are in this hobby and it's a it's a it's a depressed Paul. It's a depeche mode as you were calling it the other day. <laughs> and uh not him. No. Not him, no. man. And, and and he's not even on Red Bull. I'll tell you that right now. He didn't have any Red Bull, no coffee, no nothing like that. So I mean he is he is positive and it's encouraging to, to people that are out there in the in the industry and uh, it's just refreshing. You know, it, it really is refreshing. I think I don't know if he mentioned this to you to the side or anything, if you got to talk to him, but in my meetings with him one-on-one, he mentions how much Jim Beckett meant, meant to him all, all the time. And he still does. He, he still t- regularly talks to Jim and everything. Okay. And um, he's really tried to model his business the Jim Beckett way. Wow, okay. So he, he he's done it. He didn't get rich overnight. You know, he did it. He built his business slow and steady. He built a reputable reputation right. to where he he doesn't have he doesn't have to you know run a lot of ads or or you know beg people for for money and stuff like that. He's Burbank Sports Cards, and everybody knows it. You right, know? and that's just the way he is because it, it's not it's not a bad thing at all. It's it's a great thing because he can his name stands alone because people know the quality that's coming along with that, and that's. That's really cool. That is cool. That is cool. No, I did not get the the, the privilege of hearing that story. That's, that's uh, definitely a neat one. Yeah, for he's, sure. he's he's really good. So what I did, man, is I, I went to the Burbank Sports Card uh, page on the Beckett Marketplace, and I'm just just the first fifteen or so cards that are up here. Man, these are just cards that you just don't see every day. I'll start from the bottom. Okay. Okay. So, 2001 Leaf Rookies and Stars Freshman Orientations Albert Pujols Bat Card. So All right. That's his rookie season. Okay. What do you think a price would be on that? Uh, 75 bucks. No, more. It's 125 All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, the 2001 Donruss Elite 156 Albert Pujols SP Rookie for $200. He's got a couple of uh, Yankee great relics here. He's got a Lou Gehrig and a Mickey Mantle. Nice. Um, he's got a LeBron James rookie from 0203 Finest. Uh, the the XRC okay so that one's a that's costing you a pretty penny but it's it's cool to have he's got a Tony Romo black autograph parallel number two fit uh, asking two hundred fifty for it um where else are we at here Alex Rodriguez number to twenty five uh, number to five autograph jersey and then uh, Kevin Durant superscripts oh wow awesome uh who else here and the last one I'll mention is the Steve McNair rookie which it's it's not uh, like the wow name, you know. Right, right. But it's it's a Steve McNair rookie from Bowman's Best, and you know, just 
it's it's seven dollars and twenty cents. So if you're if you're a big McNair fan or an Oilers fan or a Titans fan, go get that. Right there, you go. Go get that. That's it. But it just shows it just shows what a wide range he has, the selection he has, and it's huge, huge yeah. variety. It really is a huge variety. But uh, we did we did mention in the open about a card that he didn't have that we <laughs> we got to actually give to him. There was a there was the inter- the the BBS summit here, and we were we were a part of that. Paul and I were and. Uh, there were some giveaways to be had. There was, and uh, basically it was a, it, it was a ra- random. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a ticket we, random. We were picking thing. stuff out of hats, yeah, man. Yeah, really. Yeah. So we actually picked his card number for or his ticket number for a card he didn't have. It was a Denny Hamlin one on one quad autograph patch, and we got you and I actually got to give him a card that he didn't have. Forty three million in. One. 43 million and one. That's yep. right. That's right. He, uh, <laughs> he, I, I don't know how he felt about it, but I thought it was awesome. <laughs> no, that was pretty cool. It was, it was definitely cool, you know, to, you know, obviously with all these one of ones and everything, no one's going to have every card. Um, they'll have a sampling of, of certain things, but, sure, sure. Uh, it, it is kind of ironic and kind of funny to be able to hand him something that he didn't have. That was, uh, that was, yeah, it was, it was weird. <laughs> Actually, it was, I was like, "Wow, this is a uh, this is never going to happen again, probably in my lifetime." No, and so <laughs> not at all. It's um, it's just funny to me. But anyways, that's 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 neither here nor there. Uh, guys, go check out Rob Veris. Go check out Burbank Sports Cards. They're on the marketplace. It's Burbank Sports Cards. You can't not find it. No, you can't. And they have so many cards there to offer you that you will li- you could spend hours going through their cards. Yeah, it's it's one stop shopping. Yeah, it really is. So. Go do that. Um, it was a lot of fun having him here, and it was a lot of fun just being able to spend some time with him and pick his brain. And that was something that I will always remember in my in my early career here in Beckett at Beckett, you know, in the, in the industry, being able to spend time with uh, Mr. Vare. So that was that. It was fun. Now let's move on to the next thing. Something great that happened last night to uh, the Fat Packs. Yeah, man. I uh, hope you were a part of it. If you weren't, I'm sorry you missed out. Maybe you can catch it next week. But um, last week's guest on the show was Mr. Chris Keller from Top Shelf Breaks. And after the show was over, man, he's been tweeting it like crazy. Thank you, Chris. For yeah, your, thanks, your support. Chris, man. Thank you guys for everybody who's been retweeting it and getting behind us, that whole hashtag Vegas to bus movement. We really appreciate that. Our bosses are gonna love that when they see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they've have they seen that yet. I don't think they've seen. I that I don't think yet. they've seen it. But what we do know, and I, we haven't talked about this, uh, but Mr. Sandeep, the president, is gonna be here next week. Oh, that's right, he is and here next week. Guess what we're gonna have? For we need a sign. We're gonna yes. We need a sign for our new studio. Yes, we do. We and we're gonna have a, a presentation of a bunch of Twitter printouts of uh, yes. <laughs> Vegas to bust. Keep tweeting. Uh, get these guys to Vegas so we can do this. So we're, he's going to be here next week. But we're going to talk about what happened last night. Uh, we went off air, and then Chris immediately emailed us and said, hey, do you want to be a part of our Top Shelf Fantasy Break? Now, I know that you and I have our own Beckett Radio Fantasy League. Right. And it's a lot of fun. I'm having fun in it. We, we, it has its own podcast. Right. It you does. So, it does. Good, bad, and, well, last week. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but last night, uh, we got to experience something that was – Unlike anything else I've ever been a part of in fantasy, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and man, I, they've they've really thought this out. Yeah, they really did. So, long story short, Paul was there and he wasn't there because he was playing daddy duty, right? So he was back and forth. Yep. So I covered down for both of us. 
which is no no big deal. At least he got to experience it in some way. Yeah. So basically what happens, and this is exactly what happens, they take a box of uh, score jumbo, right? Right. And they put the names in a random, whoever, whoever gets in. It's 12 teams. And they random off the names. And then they take those names that have been random and random off the packs. Okay. okay? So then so your name correlates with a pack. You and I happen to have pack 11 and 12. We, we were... That's we were a, the last two. That's all right. Well, they, you know, save the best for last, yeah. or it was by weight or something. Exactly, by weight. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened is uh, Chris just starts opening these packs, and if your, your, your name correlates with the pack, and whatever offensive players come out of that pack, you get to pick from to start in your fantasy game that week on, on Top Shelf Breaks. That's cool. It, man, Honestly, I was I was watching it. I was kind of in on the fence about it. I was like, I didn't really know how to what to think. But as as it progressed, I was like, this is really freaking innovative. <laughs> this is really fun. Thank you, Score, for yeah. putting these packs <laughs> out. <laughs> Thanks, Score. <laughs> Thanks, Chris, for coming up with such a great idea, man. That's awesome. So you you break the pack, and whatever hits come out of that box go into a pile. Okay. All right. And they're saved for later, but you can draft those players from those hits. No, 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 you can't not. Oh, okay. So, okay, I got you. You can draft, but they're still there, right? Okay. So you break, they breaks the whole box. My pack was number 11. I have a great team going into it. Do you really? I'm ready. Like, I'm ready, right? Okay. Just off the top of my head, I'm ready. I might, I might struggle to find a quarterback, but I got Phillip Rivers in there, so I know that. He, he does. He does play quarterback. Yeah, he does play quarterback. And I got Rivers and Breeze, so I, I'll just have to flip a coin. Oh wow, there you go. So, because Breeze is throwing nine hundred yards every week, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I like that number for whatever reason. Nine hundred. Everybody yeah. throws nine hundred. Uh, yeah, everybody does. So, maybe it's because our combined weight. I yeah, don't know. It could maybe be. like that. <laughs> so, um, that's so that's the gist of it. They they break the packs, and we're gonna pick our teams from the from our pack, right? Okay. So after they break the box. They go. He goes on. Chris goes on to break a few other products. He broke uh, 2014 Hot Rookies, which was a hot box. I was gonna say you said that was a great box. Yeah, it was a hot box. The first pack he opened was a jumbo pack. Okay. Every card was numbered to 99 or less. Sweet. What autos came out? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember the autos out okay. of that pack, but there were. I think there were at least two. Okay. And they were you know low numbered autos as well. So he broke that. He broke 2011 Crown Royal. He got all the hits out of that. Okay. And then he broke. You said well, tech, uh, right? Tech, tech yeah. box, yeah. Tech, which the autograph out of that was Leonard Williams, which is a, a USC guy yeah. playing up there for the Jets. I know that it's not a huge like resale value, but I love offensive lineman autograph cards. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're awesome. I and haven't tech seen, cards are cool. Yeah, tech cards are cool. Um, a comment that was made that was missed by many, but I'm going to say it again because it was freaking funny. Uh, <laughs> He's Chris, been laughing about this all morning. I really folks. have. Chris was. Uh, he said, "I don't know which which uh, which of the designs are the dope ones." And he happened to pull a Randy Gregory, and I was like, "Well, the Gregory should be the dope pattern, right?" I mean, oh, man. So I thought it was funny. No one reacted to it. That's okay. I'll laugh at myself. If you haven't heard about Randy Gregory, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. We're gonna get into that uh, back at whatevs. Uh, Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Um, so all that happens. So he breaks all this, and then he adds stuff. He adds a Father's Day. He has a Father's Day pack and a skinny silver pack from the National. Okay. He has a thick silver pack from the National. Oh, that's good he stuff. He has a Kevin White uh, Tools of the Trade towel 
And the, the patch on that thing was the size of my forehead. It was massive. No, and it's not yeah, that big, is it? It was that big. And then, then he added a, um, a mystery pack to, uh, to TBD, you know? Okay. So he has all this. So what's going to happen is over the weekend, so from Thursday to Monday, we're going to play our games, right, using the Yahoo scoring system. Okay. And whoever, whoever wins, you know, I, I, think, I believe there's a tiered system, but we're going to get to pick hits from these box of, boxes that were broken, plus all those packs. Jeez. I'm telling you guys, this was the most fun I've had playing fantasy, and we haven't even played the game yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you haven't even picked your team yet. Yeah. Haven't even picked the team yet. This is really innovative. It really, really is. And it's something I would encourage you to go be a part of next week. He does it every week. And it's $23 a spot. I think that's about right. Is very reasonable. So go get you a spot for $23. I mean, be- let's be honest. You're putting that out at, at you know all these other online sites anyway. Exactly. So, yeah, go at least get something back, you exactly. know? Exactly. Go have some fun with it. Man, he does it right. It, it was a fun show. Like I said, uh, you heard the Tribe Call Quest in the intro. I played Tribe this morning because my man Chris was just bumping Tribe last night. I love Tribe. Chris didn't know that about me, but he was having a fun time. He was dancing. I'm telling you, we were watching the video. I was watching the video, and, man, he was just he – had, he had sound effects. He had all kinds of stuff going on. It was fun. He was dancing. My wife, who was sitting next to me at her craft table, just – Crafting away, just dancing, just bobbing her head, <laughs> shaking her shoulders as we were uh, as we were doing this break. It was a lot of fun. If you're not breaking with top shelf breaks, and I know that sound like a big commercial, I don't give a damn. There, it was honestly one of the best nights in the hobby I've had in a very long time because that's how fun it was. Awesome. Go uh, do it. I wish I could have been there. I, I mean, you, I was there for like a there, few seconds, yeah. and then like, yeah, it just didn't work out. Go so go be a part of that because it's fun. And uh, you can't get in this week, but we will post the results of what happened. But go get in next week. Next Tuesday night is when they do the draft. Man, I hope we do better than we did in our fantasy <sighs> league. I hope so, too. Yeah. It's got to happen. It's got to be better than that. Good deal. Um, speaking of doing better, though, uh, we haven't mentioned them in a couple of weeks, but it's not because of not wanting to. But I want to give a shout-out to the guys on Finest. What's up, everybody on uh, Finest? Yeah, man. Thanks for being the great community that you are. It's, it's fun being a part of that. Uh, we had a couple of big sales going. A uh, guy had a, a complete Brandon Phillips nameplate autograph set. That was so sick, man. That was absolutely yeah, just. Because that's not a small name either. Brandon no, and right. Phillips. I mean, exactly. you know, that's a yeah. that's a lot of work. It was a lot of fun uh, watching that auction go off. Yep. Uh, and this week, what did you say is just all up right now? What, man, there's just so much quality stuff on there. I mean, it's finest, right? So that's the finest stuff out there. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, if you need a DAC, uh, Jersey Auto. If you need a Zeke Jersey Auto, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff like that on there. So um, keep checking that site, man. They they just it it's got vintage, it's got new stuff, it's got just everything, you know. And um, it's not quite like Burbank doesn't have 43 million cards, but man, it's got it's got a good variety of stuff and a lot of good people and trusted people that you can yeah you can feel okay buying something from yeah. them. Speaking of uh, speaking of it, just come check out my stuff because I need you to buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, check out. <laughs> go to the search bar. Check out Eric Norton. Nah, nah, uh, struggling nah. Norton. Yeah, I, man. <laughs> Short bus Norton. No it's wait. A, <laughs> window liquor Norton. It's, hey. it's all there, uh, man. It's a lot of. It's a good community, man. That's what I think. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely. Think, you know, we keep saying it, but I don't care. It's it's a good fun place to be, and it's a good fun place 
Safe place, rather. You yeah, know, it's it's safe. We, there's not a lot of shenanigans and douchebaggery going on. No, you know no. I mean, I'm a part of a hundred and some groups, and that's definitely top three for me. Yeah. So yeah. me too. Me too. It's a lot of fun there. Um, I I had a few cells this week. You had a few cells. I, I haven't been on there lately, but uh, I'm looking to get back on. The, okay, back right. on the horse. So I had a few smaller cells, and you know what? It's a dollar I didn't have yesterday. Amen. You know what I'm saying? There you go. So it was a lot of fun. It was a. Uh, doing that guys go check out finest ask to be added you know get get involved with the community tell them the fat pack sent you yeah, that'll get tell, you in yeah tell tell mark that the fat pack sent you yeah see how far it gets you <laughs> <laughs> see where it gets you it's and then know, let us know because we're kind of curious yeah, ourselves. <laughs> yeah let's, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, oh. about that so guys we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back with uh my favorite segment, but it's going to be a different pace segment this week. It's yeah. uh, Beckett whatevs, but we're going to talk about some uh, some tough stuff. But it happens. It, it's such as life, but it doesn't mean that eh, it's just... It's a bad segue. It's a bad segue. Yeah. And we're going to let it go right yeah. here. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. It's a bad... So it's, a, it's a downer a little bit. It is. But that's okay. It's a, it's life, and uh, we want to talk about it in the hobby here in a way that's respectful to to Jose Fernandez and... Uh, and um, Arnold Palmer. Yep, absolutely. We'll be back uh, after the break, and we'll talk about that. This is Rob Varis from Burbank Sports Cards, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, man, we're back from that quick break, and uh, we're like, like I said, there's no way to easily segue into this. No, but it's something that really I think we need to discuss. Not not in a way that will be uh, not seen in a negative light. Right, but we do we do we do need to discuss it. It's uh, you know death is never an easy thing to talk about. Oh no, no, no. You know? no. I, d- I just think in, in in sports there are things that that transcend you know they transcend sports. And when a when a player like Jose Fernandez who is was so young, so young and so, so talented. Yes, very talented. Tw- he was twenty four years old. Uh, when 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 someone like that passes away, it's. It kind of sets everything back. Like the the sporting world stops. Like it just comes to a screeching halt, right quick. Right. And everybody collectively inhales, and then there's a mass exhale, and just sadness. And honestly, there should be. Yeah, there you should know, be. There should be. This oh. is one of those things. I'm not one of those guys that gets caught up in like celebrity deaths and all that things. Like right. that, no, that's, you're not at all. Yeah, no. it's just not me. But. For a young man who literally had his whole life in front of him, man, it's it sucks. It does. Yeah, I mean, he had another fifteen years of doing what he did and was doing on the field, and um, it is tragic. It, it is tragic. I don't. Yeah, you know, not. I'm not trying to exploit it or anything like that. But did you watch the ceremony the other night? Did you Did you see it? I didn't. No. Um, yeah, I, I I just didn't tune in. Not I, not for any reason other than you know with the kids and stuff around. I just didn't get a chance to, to be able to watch it without them. Understood. So. Understood. Um, I don't I don't know if you even heard about it. So what happened was they had the players come out, the Marlins players come out around the mound, and you know they stood around the mound, and then there's nothing more chilling to me being in the military for for as long as I was. Right. There's nothing more chilling to me than a single trumpet. Ah, gotcha. You know that what make, I'm saying? Makes perfect sense, yeah. And Absolutely. They're standing around the mound, and the single... I'm starting to get teary-eyed <laughs> talking about it right now. The single trumpet started to play, and it mm. wasn't taps. Right. It was take me out to the ball game. 
Yeah. And man. in that moment, I was like, wow. And it was just, it was heartbreaking on a whole other level because, like I said, he was so young. He had his whole career in front of him, and he's gone. He's gone. And he had a child on the way as well. Yeah, he had a child you know, on I mean, the way. I mean, he was just starting those yeah, building blocks exactly. of just creating the life for himself. Exactly. And, uh, um, he died in a boating accident. Yeah, boating accident. I, not a lot of people know this. Uh, outside of my little circle, you know this. But my dad died in a boating accident. Mm. You know, so it, it kind of hit me there, too. It was, uh, man, it was just tough. It is tough. It was just tough. There's, there's two ceremonies going today's Wednesday we're recording this on Wednesday there's two ceremonies two public ceremonies going on today one is a public viewing of his uh no the first is a his last exit from Marlin Stadium oh okay this morning uh at I believe it was 9 16 uh eastern okay so that 16 is significant for his number that his number yep and then there's a public viewing of his body tonight okay from like I think it's from like five to eleven o'clock at night. Oh wow, okay, that's a long time. But you know, if you're in that area, if you're in the Miami area, you know he was he was part of that that Cuban community down there. Yep. You know, obviously, which is massive. Oh yeah. Yep. So if you're down there and you can go check it out, man, go do it. Go pay your last respects to you know a star that just it burnt out too quick, very quick. You know, that's it. Yeah, it's uh. I was going back to the ceremony, so they had the, the the single trumpet playing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," which was just wow. And then after the game, all the players came back out, and you know they laid their caps on the on the mound, which was cool. Uh, that's cool. Noah Syndergaard was pitching, and uh, he he typically writes something on the mound, something funny, right? You know, and he he said that he just couldn't do it that time. He, he just said, you know, mad respect to Jose and yeah, wrote his which, number, so. which is awesome. Yeah. I think for me, just my reaction to it was, you know, listen to Don Mattingly, just not be able to to even get through an interview, you know, and Don Mattingly was somebody that I, I you know, I grew up watching Don Mattingly, sure. like Don Mattingly, whatever. So that's where it kind of hit me a little bit was just like, oh, I love Don Mattingly. He's this guy up here. And all of a sudden he's just broken because of the tragedy that's happened. And right. that was kind of, that was kind of my moment that I've had with this, with this situation. And, did, you, uh, did you also see that a bag of Jose Fernandez, Balls washed up about a mile on shore from where. Oh no, I did not yeah, see that. Yeah, so somebody found a bag of balls that he had signed, washed up on shore about a mile from where the accident oh, happened. Wow, that was that's eerie. You know, that is it's eerie. eerie and it's uh, just just heartbreaking altogether. Right. It's um, it's he he had it was a short life. You know, it was a career that was really taken off. So uh, he will be definitely missed in the sports community. Um. Next, we got to talk about Arnold Palmer. Yep. You know, uh, his is... The man, not the drink, right? Yeah, yeah. His <laughs> is not as sad. It's, um, I don't, I don't want to... It's not any any less sad, I guess. You right. Know? But he lived a full life. You know what I'm saying? He did. He did things in the sporting world. He did things for golf that no other player before him was able to do. No, not at all. In, not. in the At the height of his career in the uh, 60s, there were like from the like sixty to sixty five. There were like three hundred and nineteen golf courses being opened a year because of how popular Arnold Palmer made the game. Yeah, and he was shooting in the sixties. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, he was he was one of those names. He was he was strikingly good looking. He was he was a very handsome man. He they marketed it that well. His his agent marketed it that well. They did. He had 
the Arnold Palmer. Who hasn't ordered an Arnold Palmer from a from a restaurant? Yeah, man. I mean, that was one of the most popular drinks at the restaurant I worked. You exactly. know, and you, you had to ask the question: sweet tea or unsweetened yeah. tea? And then it was, well, is it regular lemonade or pink lemonade? Exactly. You know, like, and it's a, it's a, and they even have it marketed, right? Yeah, they have exactly. it in they have cans, it cans and cans, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's a. Uh, it was sad to see, you know, sad that he passed, but the man lived a full life and he did things for the sports world that. You know, not many can say that they did. No, he'll never, no nobody will forget him. Yeah. Nobody, so, nobody uh, will forget him. May those two rest in peace. And since death comes in threes. And it does come in threes. It does come in threes. So uh, we have to report this one. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Jose, rest in peace. Uh, Arnold, rest, rest in, in peace. peace. And uh, Randy Gregory's sports career, rest in peace. Rest in peace. It's, uh, yeah. it's, not, it's not happening anymore for you. You're done, sir. It might be. Yeah, you're done. Might be. I think he's on a 10-game suspension now. Yeah. And um, it's hard to say what they'll do now, but I would imagine they'll be tacking on to that. I would, I would assume. Uh, all joking aside, the man needs help. Uh, yeah, clearly. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, he, he needs help. He needs to find something, somebody, uh, whether it whether it's a system, whether it's a uh, you know a handler yeah, or yeah, he, something has to happen before that man just goes completely. He's, he's off such a talent. He is. And I don't want this to justify anything, but he is a, a huge talent on the field. I've watched him play a few games. He, he can be, a yeah, few. a few games, yeah. <laughs> but he can dominate a game and he can take over a game. He just needs, somebody needs to help him out. You know? He, he, it, it reminds me of Johnny Manziel. Who, yeah. Who needs help. Who needs help. You know? Yeah. Uh, they don't need each other. They don't need each other. <laughs> they, don't need each other. They, they just can't, for whatever reason, I don't. I don't understand the mentality of someone who has the world in front of him, literally handed to them in a handbasket because he is the most talented sacker in you know in the league, and he can't get on the field because he can't keep his because he's got to have his other sacks yeah, that he's carrying exactly. stuff around. He's him. freaking Bolivian marching powder. You can't stay away from it. I don't understand what the problem is. I'm not that. I'm not that person. I'm not. A, I'm not an addict. You know. Right. And I understand that it's a, it's a disease, and I'm not making light of it. He oh, needs. No. The man really does need help, but but sometimes what? they can't get it themselves if they have the problem. If they're yeah, stuck in it. So exactly. someone, someone somewhere, you yeah. know, get a friend. You yeah. know, somebody come help him out. There are there are a lot of people in the Dallas Cowboys organization who have tried to, you know, help him, and the least of which was Michael Irvin, right? Who clearly historically had had issues there, but he you know he, he changed it. So right. he did. <laughs> and he had a Hall of Fame career of it. So th- yeah. it can still happen for, for Mr. Gregory. It really can. It just needs to happen sooner than later. So, uh, honestly, just prayers for that man that he would find the help that he needs. Absolutely. Because he really does need it. And then another another thing that happened was Vince Scully's last home game. Yeah, that's a... Uh, His last... I don't know how you end a career better than what Vince Scully did. On a walk-off home run... Right to clinch the division. Yeah, it, that works. <laughs> that works. Uh, Mr. Scully is just a legend in in radio. He's a legend in you know, in Los Angeles. He's a legend all over the world. Really, right. people know who he is. That's for sure. And to have that call, have that be his final call, is amazing. That is pretty amazing. You cannot write that. You no. can't do it. You can't. It is an awesome, awesome thing that happened for him. It's an awesome thing that happened for Dodgers fans. Who, if you got to see it, means you had that special cable network that only a certain people have out there. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you were listening to it on the radio. But man, that what a what a cool thing to have for him. You know, 
he's he's one of those names that's just going to live on forever and ever and ever and ever in lore, baseball lore. But man, awesome. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. It's very very awesome. Doesn't get much better than that. It, it definitely better than we'll give a little quick recap here of Cedar Hill football. Oh, just wasn't good this week. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Cody's wasn't not good this week. Cody's not on the mic, but uh, evidently Cedar Hill football <laughs> didn't do well. No, they lost. I think it was thirty-three to eighteen or fourteen or something somewhere along those lines. Weren't they just, ranked uh, like number five in the country when the season started? Yeah, the keyword is were. Unfortunately, yeah, were. Um, <sighs> but they're you know listen, their quarterback was hurt. He just came back. It was their first game back, and um, you know they, they played a good squad. It's not like they went out and played. You know, some powder puff team. You know, they played DeSoto, who's also ranked in the top ten. And um, DeSoto's legit. <laughs> they are. They are. So you know what? It's all up from here. You yeah. know, they uh they take from here, they learn, and they finish the season on a high note. Yeah, they finish so. the season on a high note. So uh, that's that's that, man. It's been a fun show this week. It has it's been. been a while since you and I have just sat down and do a, sh- I think a show it, together. Yeah, it it's really been, has. It's been a long while. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you ha- haven't li- listened to the fantasy podcast, go listen to that. It's fun to get a little breakdown of what's uh, what's happening in our league. Um, so next year you'll sign up. You'll yeah, know. So next year you'll, you'll sign up and know. You know what it's about. Uh, right now we are we are not doing well. So that's good for you. Yeah, because, we're one and two. Right, it's good for you guys <laughs> that we're not doing well. So but you know what? We can't win anyways. Like we can't win any of the prizes. That's true. That's true. So, but, but but I don't want to uh, have to keep having weeks like that. Yeah, pride pride comes first, and uh, it does. Yeah. So. That's that. Guys, uh, thanks for listening this week. Make sure you're checking out uh, all those new products and pricing that we, we told you about. Um, one that we didn't mention that will be coming out very soon is the sixteen seventeen campaign campaign of Artifacts. That should be out this week. Okay. So go check that out. Uh, make sure you're, you're checking out your OPGs. And one final thing before we leave, I want to mention the giveaway that is going on. On Gleam right now. Give it away, give it away, give it away. Give it away, give it away, <laughs> give it away now. Uh, what I got, I got to give it to your mama. No, how oh, that go? I don't, I don't know. know. I think okay. It, I think they took it a little too far. <laughs> took it too far. So go check out uh, the giveaway. The Gleam link is posted on Twitter. It's posted on Facebook. I'll repost it for you. Um, basically, it's from a Boxbusters that Justin and Paul did. Justin thought he was pulling some heat in the first pack, right? He pulled he pulled an Emmett Smith one one, which hey, it's Emmett Smith, right? That's true. You can't you can't you, even even as a base card a one of one, it's a great hit. It's a great hit. You can't you can't knock it. He Justin was sitting on his high horse, and then the greatest thing in the history of boxbusters happened. You pulled a Brett Favre jersey autograph number to twenty five. And I watched Justin's face just melt into, <laughs> into son of a blah! Yeah, as a big Packer fan, he was definitely, like, crushed, yeah, I uh, think. That, that he didn't get to pull it, you know. That was right. the one thing that he didn't get to do. But, it oh, well, it, it didn't happen. You pulled it. But the, the news here is that we're giving it to you. Right. So go get entered on the Gleam, Gleam contest. Uh, there are ways to enter there. That there, there are 12 different ways to enter. And uh, go be a part of it. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a beautiful card. Somebody's getting a shot at a hall, of, a hall of famer autograph and a hall of famer one on one. Doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. So we'll end the show on that note, guys. Go check that out. And until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. <laughs>